You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back here, BetMGM and game day getting you set for all the games, including tomorrow. We've got the Patriots and the Cardinals. You'll be looking for bets on that one. So to help us out, we bring Kari Thompson, Patriots reporter for WEEI in Boston, joining us in the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The uh, Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Uh, Kari, so... Um, one thing that jumped out to me when I was uh, starting to handicap this one, of, of course you have the big mismatch with the head coaches, even though the Patriots aren't playing their best ball right now. But uh, the one thing that really popped to me is the red zone. Over the last few weeks, the Patriots 0% in the red zone. What's been going wrong there? Well, a lot of, I mean, honestly, there isn't just one issue, right? It's play calling, it's execution, it's, well, getting kind of robbed out of a, of a potential red zone touchdown against the Minnesota Vikings a couple <laughs> weeks ago. But it, it, it really is something of a mess down there. The Patriots currently have the worst red zone offense in the league. They're under 38% converting touchdowns. Thing is, though, the Cardinals' red zone defense is also the worst in the league on their end of the spectrum. They're giving up touchdowns almost 70% of the time. So something's got to give. One of these battle of the bads is going to have to come out on top. My guess might be the Patriots offense would actually have offense tie goes to the offense in most cases, but I think it's going to be interesting with uh, Jacoby Myers out of this game for the Patriots. You might see a little bit more going Devontae Parker's way, and he might have some advantages over this Cardinal secondary. How much heat is on Matt Patricia, uh, and do you think that Belichick even cares, right? Because it's pretty easy to look at this thing. Look at this quarterback this year versus last year and, and say, well, Josh McDaniels for Matt Patricia might be a big part of the problem. But we also know that Belichick doesn't really have to answer to anybody, right, other than Kraft, kind of. And he tends to be as stubborn as he wants to be, especially when you try to tell him who can coach and who can't. Well, I'll tell you what, he definitely doesn't answer to anyone out here. We've been peppering him with these questions for, for months now. And, I mean, he said pretty recently he feels good about the setup that this offense has, which is kind of astonishing. But I guess yeah. what else is he going to say? But I'll tell you what, I mean, 
Matt Patricia's seat is hotter than Dante's Inferno right now. I mean, nobody out here feels particularly good about the job that he's done. And it's not just about Mac Jones. Most of the offensive skill players are having their worst uh, years of their career right now. And their worst, like, pro football focus grades. I mean, it just hasn't really been good for anyone. And it's not just about individual play calls. It's also about just the design of the offense, how things are coached. You've got receivers running around in the same place all the time. You've got offensive linemen trying to make blocks that they probably can't make, but you are being asked to anyway. So it, it's just not been a good situation for, for anyone. There have been glimpses of things getting maybe a little bit better and being able to execute against worse defensive teams, but against anybody that is average to good, this operation has not looked good at all. Yeah, so I'm curious to get your thoughts and the general temperature of uh, Patriots fans, people who cover the team on Mac Jones, because he had an animated game, to say the least, in Week 13. Uh, we see him, you know, pulling a Tom Brady. I don't know if a tablet was thrown, but he's yelling at people. Uh, I saw he was fine for... Uh, on sportsmen like conduct. Um, what's the general consensus on Mac Jones? And, you know, is there a legitimate quarterback controversy brewing with the Patriots? I don't think there's any quarterback controversy with this iteration of the team. I mean, Bailey Zappi came in, he played well for a couple of weeks, and he had a bit of a chance to audition maybe to keep the job a bit longer against the Chicago Bears and Mac Jones got benched, but then he comes in and, and gets the two touchdown drives and doesn't do anything after that. And so they go back to Mac Jones because, I mean, truthfully, he's the better chance they have to win football games. I mean, Bailey Zappi's still a fourth-round rookie, and he didn't have to play teams like the Jets and such. As far as Mac Jones goes himself, I mean, it's got to be an incredibly frustrating year because this is a second season where you're supposed to see improvement out of your quarterback they put a lot of onus on that now, nowadays. And then going into year three is supposed to be the year you're really supposed to be taking off. But I feel like people don't, in a way, we've lost who Mac Jones was last year. And now it's almost like he has to be rebuilt. And at the podium and, you know, kind of when you're, you're off the practice field, you see him walking around, things look fine. He's happy. He's kind of joking around. And he keeps that same attitude. But, I mean, on the field, he's looked more frustrated. He's looked more out of sync and just generally looks like he's fighting a Sisyphusian battle right now to try and drag this Patriots offense anywhere. And then, of course, they get to the red zone and they can't score and then people blame that on him. So it's going to be really interesting to see, maybe not for this year. I don't think the Bailey Zappi rumors are going to go anywhere. But next year, if you're talking about, man, if he doesn't play well next year, then then what is the deal? Are Might they – uh, you know, look to another quarterback. Might they draft another quarterback? Might they trade him? I mean, I feel like all these things feel like they're on the table right now. I'm not going to go there, but it definitely hasn't been the year Mac Jones has been looking for. With Kari Thompson, Patriots reporter, WEI in Boston in Odyssey Station. This is BetMGM Game Day on the BetQL Network. All right, Kari, what's, uh, what are you thinking for tomorrow? Do you have an opinion on the winner? The point spread's only one and a half. Patriots are your favorite. Or uh, style of game? Uh, does something stand out? Low scoring, high scoring? Or uh, any players maybe uh, people should look to for player props or fantasy that you think could excel here? This is going to be a really interesting one. So I, I think the Patriots should win this game. I think they are the better team. 
My guess would be that it might be a bit more low scoring. And so I might be taking the under on that. I think it's 43 and a half right now. I might take the under on that. I mean, like I said, there's got to be some points scored because of, you know, the bad red zone defense for the, for the Cardinals. But still, I mean, the, the offensive issues the Patriots have don't know that they're going to be fixed overnight. In terms of players to watch, I mentioned him earlier, Devontae Parker, because Jacoby Myers is, is Mac Jones' favorite receiver and he's going to be out of this game. Now, when Jacoby Myers missed games earlier in the year, Devontae Parker first had his biggest output in terms of yardage, I think, in like three years or something like that. He had 157 yards receiving or something like that. And then the next game, he had a touchdown catch without Jacoby Myers in the lineup. So I feel like that could be a logical person that Mac Jones is going to look to after that. Devontae Parker in the red zone or just generally down the field try and find him because they have something of a rapport but yeah i think this one could be a bit of an ugly game i will say that kyler murray is a particular challenge for the patriots because they don't do very well defending rushing quarterbacks i tabulated this up early earlier in the year and for quarterbacks who are in the top five of rushing over the past couple of years and kyler murray's in that range patriots give up 12 more points per game to those kinds of quarterbacks They've already gotten beaten up by Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, and Josh Allen last week. So it's not looking particularly good on that score. Murray's been having a down year, but his legs could be a huge factor in this one. Uh, Kari, I, I know we don't have a ton of time left in this segment, but how real is this New England defense? You mentioned um, agile quarterbacks give them trouble. The corners looked locked down until they had to face, you know, some – some half-decent opponents like Minnesota, and then, you know, everything seemed to fall apart. Are, are you buying them as an elite defensive team? No. I think that they're more or less, for being honest, what they were last year, which is they can torture bad quarterbacks and bad offense teams, but when you get up against better teams with better receivers and better quarterbacks, they can take advantage of some of the issues that they have, some of the deficiencies. Where You've got Matthew Judon, great. Who else do you have? You're starting to see Josh Uche come on a little yeah. bit on the other side of things. But in the secondary, I mean, I really like Jonathan Jones, not a number one cornerback. And so you're starting to see teams with number one wide receivers take advantage of this unit. So, I mean, they made a couple of additions with the rookie cornerbacks, Jack and Marcus Jones, and they played solid ball. But I think they need to be honest with themselves about what they need to do to stop some of these teams in terms of adding elite talent on the back end, because right now they don't have it. Uh, Patriots fell to the Bills last week, six and six. Um, in terms of playoffs, I think that there is still some hope. But what is the the feel that you have on the Patriots and Bill Belichick getting this team to the postseason? Um, is there still a chance for them? There is still a chance. I think it's got to be nine wins, though. And that's actually what I had them at, nine and eight preseason. This is going to be – I feel like these next three games are going to be the ones they have to win. So that starts Monday against the Cardinals and then against the Las Vegas Raiders, who I thought were going to be a much tougher out to start the season. Now they're a mess. So I would think the Patriots have a good chance of winning that. Then it's going to be Cincinnati at home. Then after that, it's Miami and Buffalo to finish out the year. And I don't know that you're beating either one of those teams. So it's going to be really interesting to see if they can pull off these first two games, which they should win. And then if they can pull off either Cincinnati at home 
or perhaps Miami at home, since that's going to be a cold-weather game. Maybe Tua and those warm-weather guys down there from Miami have a little bit of a harder time. But I feel like that Buffalo game, unless Buffalo's got it all sewn up and they're not playing Josh Allen, I don't know that they're winning that. So these next three games are absolutely critical for the Patriots to have any shot at making the postseason, because if they don't win at least one of these next two, I think it's over. Kari, one minute left. Uh, elsewhere in the AFC East today, you've got Buffalo big-time favorite over the Jets. Number's been around nine all week. And tonight, Dolphins road favorites at the Chargers. Anything on either of those? So I, I feel like I wanted to tempt myself into saying that, uh, that you might be able to take some action with the Jets against the Bills, but I'm still not 100% on the whole Mike White thing. And, again, yeah. that's at home for the Bills, so I, I just don't know if I can make myself do it. Chargers, though? I think that could be an interesting one because Justin Herbert, I mean, there, he's been a, gotten knocked a little bit for being a social media quarterback and all that stuff, but he's just a good player. And I think sometimes he's able to pull some magic out. So that would be the one I'd be tempted on is taking some chargers action over the dolphins right there. I mean, the dolphins are good. Mm. But they got exposed a little bit against the best defense in the league. Maybe there's something the chargers defense can cook up to duplicate some of those results. All right, great stuff, Kari Thompson. First in Foxborough podcast, check it out.